Hello, and welcome to the Soulful of It podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Raquel, and today it's just going to be you and me in this conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to go give me a five-star rating on iTunes and share it out with your networks. All right, let's jump into it. Hello there. This episode is a mini-sode, and it's also not what I expected it to be on, (laughs) to be completely honest, and I wasn't even sure that it was going to make it out there to you guys because I've got a lot of different old narratives coming up in my world, and I have a feeling, taking a look at the astrology of today's new moon in Libra, which is partially what this episode's going to focus on, that I am not alone in having that struggle of these old narratives popping up around belief, around resources, and around this heavy restructuring that we have all been traveling through this entire year with that Capricorn stellium between Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto all hanging out in Capricorn. It's been a lot. And this new moon is here. I want to say to bring us hope, and it is, but it's also absolutely here to challenge us. It is one of the more challenging new moons of the year. Just taking a look at all the aspects, there is so much going on. And we touched on this in the Transits and Tarot episode earlier this month. And I invite you to go revisit that episode for the unique magic and medicine that it offers. But this episode is going to be a little different because it's just me and you. And (laughs) there's something very Libra um, Aries axis about that as well, isn't there? Like everything Libra, right, is focused around the other in such a big way. It rules the seventh house, which is the house of other people opposite Aries. Aries is that first house. Aries is, I'm here. I'm going to take up space. I'm ready to rock and roll. Aries is our emperor card energy. This is an emperor year. And yet here we are on the new moon in Libra. And many of us, myself included, are kind of feeling like, I don't know where that bad bitch emperor energy went. Like, I'm feeling a little burnt out with this year. I'm feeling a little burnt out with just the heaviness of everything, the change, the uncertainty, the election. I mean, fuck. It is just so much, just compounding intersections of difficulties that so many of us have faced and are still facing. And there isn't like a definitive end in sight. And even looking at the astrology, I'm not like, oh, this is exactly when we get that vaccination and everything goes back, quote, to normal. And I can tell you, and this might not sound like the best thing to say, but it's the truth, which is very Sagittarius of me, of course, that things are not going to go back to the way that they were. They'll never be the same. And it's okay to grieve that. So I want to talk about some of the aspects of this new moon in Libra And I want to tie it into this big theme and message that I felt really called to speak on today, and that is self-sabotage. And I'm going to get to that here very soon, but let's talk about some of these aspects first. 
So the new moon in Libra, new moons, the sun and the moon are conjunct. They are in alignment in Libra. And that is going to initiate a new cycle. The catch about new cycles is sometimes we think, oh, it's a new cycle. Everything is going to change. And yes, everything is going to change, uh, but not as quickly as we want it to. And we're not going to get the clarity that we want as fast as we want to have it. And we are in the middle of this October portal. And I'm calling it a portal because of the blue moon that will help us wrap up the energy of the month of October because we began with that full moon in Aries and we will end with the full moon in Taurus on the 31st. The veil is fucking thin. Okay, so stay away from your Ouija board unless you know what you're doing. (laughs) So this new moon is an initiation of a new cycle. It is an opportunity to dream up of what we would like to change or improve, enhance about our relationships. And I know a lot of us are looking outside of ourselves when I say relationships, and that's pretty natural. And of course, that encompasses other people. But I would invite you to look within as well and consider what do you need to change within your relationship to yourself? That is a huge part of this new moon in Libra. And today we have the new moon conjunct the sun, of course, forming a square to Saturn. That is going to create a feeling of discomfort. If you are a water moon sign, you might have already been feeling this. If you are an air moon sign, you might have already been feeling this. It is heavy and This is in regards to the restructuring and with it being a Libra focus and looking back in time, if we think back on the Venus retrograde in Gemini and we do have a full moon lunar eclipse in Gemini coming up at the end of November, we are maybe feeling a little bit wounded about something that ended in a relationship or in a relationship with yourself, some sort of change that happened maybe abruptly, something that maybe you saw it coming, maybe you didn't, but it caused some sort of restructuring. And in the macro for many of us, this is the fucking pandemic, right? It's not comfortable. We don't like wearing masks. They're not fun, even if they're cute. Like people are feeling kind of over it. A day can't come soon enough that I don't hear the term social distancing ever again, (laughs) you know, like, but we're still in it. We're still in it. And it's so fucking uncomfortable. And we are really feeling that today. We also have the new moon opposite Mars and Mars is retrograde still at this point, guys. So what does that tell me? That tells me that we are continuing to feel frustrated if we already weren't feeling frustrated enough, we might be feeling more frustrated now than we have since Mars went retrograde weeks ago. And with that square to Saturn as well, it is just creating tension within us. And Libra, 
loves to create harmony. So our goal of feeling that harmony of protecting our peace is being challenged by the reality of the restructuring that is happening within our lives. And for many people, that is playing out in their relationships. And with folks being in quarantine and out of quarantine and limiting their travel and, you know, working from home, whatever, these changes that have occurred within all of our lives in some way, shape, or form, it has really put a lot of tension on our relationships. And many of us have had to make some tough choices about who has access to our energy and how much of that energy we are reserving for ourselves. And we need to be reserving some of that energy for ourselves or we will be left wanting. And bad things sometimes happen when we want, especially when the thing that we want is something someone else cannot give to us. And yet we go looking to other people to solve these things. And some people can really help you. If that's going to therapy, good. Go to therapy. If that's hashing things out with a parent or a mentor or a sibling or a friend and getting some clarity that way, that's great. But there is such a thing as too much input. So on this new moon, I would ask you to think of whether or not You need anybody else's input to help you get the clarity that you seek. Can you just sit with the discomfort that is here and be with it until the clarity comes? And I'd love nothing more than to assure you that this new moon in Libra is all about delivering that clarity straight into your hands, but it's not. This new moon is a challenge to that clarity. And I see that in this new moon chart, when I look at Venus, who is hanging out in Virgo, opposing Neptune in Pisces. This adds a layer of confusion to the equation. We're not getting the clarity that we want. We're also not entirely sure maybe what clarity it is that we're seeking, but we're pretty damn sure it's somebody else's problem, right? (laughs) We're pretty damn sure that somebody else can solve it and we're pretty damn sure that it's not, you know, us. It's got to be somebody else. And yet, we're not sure at all. We don't get the answers from other people about ourselves. We can get a reflection. And reflections are really helpful. It's always good to check your mirrors, clean your mirrors, and your mirrors in this life, they are other people. But you cannot rely on a mirror to show you everything. You also cannot rely on a mirror to show you the truth. The truth is something that we often are challenged to find within. And that's what this new moon is all about. And the last aspect that I want to mention in this episode before we dive into the theme that I'm seeing showing up here is that the new moon in Libra is trine, the north node in Gemini. This is an emphasis on the power of the new cycle that we are initiating today. 
the seed that you plant for this new moon in Libra is extremely potent for potential of what it will harvest in the days, weeks, months, and years to come. That's what that north node is always shining us towards and that trine is here to support it. And the thing about trines is we don't want to overlook the potential because we do have to do something to manifest something out of it. You have to intentionally plant a seed today that you will actually nurture in order to receive the harvest. But if you do put in the work, which is what this year has been about, right? We have that Capricorn stellium, all those planets in Capricorn have been asking us, like my dear friend Nura said in the 2020 overview episode, what are you most dedicated to? Who are you most dedicated to? And when you think of who you're most dedicated to, and let's say that you list off three or five names, is your name among those names? Because it fucking should be. And for somebody who may find it difficult to put themselves at the top of that list of priorities of people, and I feel that personally as a people pleaser myself, you might feel a little called out on that. But I'm pointing it out so that I can call it out with you. And let's call ourselves back in here. Let's not be thrown off by the discomfort of what's occurring in the collective right now. Let's not be blinded by our projections onto other people. Let's show up and take accountability for what is ours. And that starts with your energy, which is going to segue me into introducing a couple quick tarot cards that I pulled for this new moon for us to reflect on as I integrate them into the main theme that I want to talk about, which is self-sabotage. Four cards jumped out for this new moon recording, and those cards were the Page of Wands, the Hierophant, the Two of Pentacles, and the Star. And right off the bat, my eye was caught by the Two of Pentacles because we have had a visitation from this card earlier this year. If you recall listening to, I want to say the August episode was the most recent that I discussed this card, and it is very much accurate with what's going on for so many people. We are having our attention pulled in one direction and then another. We are balancing these two pentacles, and this card, a big part of this card is around what you're sacrificing because when you try to focus on five or ten different things you can't do as good of a job on each of those things when your attention is split so many different directions two things I would say is how many things most people can focus on well three things Lots of folks can focus on three things. Once you get to four or five or six more things, shit gets complicated. And I don't know about you, but I have a relationship with more than just one other person, right? I've got a relationship with myself, a relationship with my boyfriend, Dave, a relationship with all my best friends, my co-host, Uni, 
so many different relationships that I'm always managing. And those are certainly more than two or three things. Throw in a job, throw in the podcast, throw in any hobbies I have or you may have, right? Because I'm not just talking about myself here. I'm talking about us. I'm talking about people. Two of Pentacles is here to say, what is really worthy of your energy right now? Can everything else wait? Can you come back to it? Can you be okay with not trying to do everything all at once? Can you not be a martyr? Can you sit it out? When somebody says, I've got a problem, can you let them solve it for themselves? You don't need to fix anything. That's what this card is mentioning to us on this new moon in Libra. And it is supported by the star. And the star is ruled by Aquarius in my teachings and my understandings of this card. I know folks know a few different other signs that folks assign to the star. But for me, it is Aquarius and it is that energy of renewal, love for yourself. It is the pouring of water or other substance if you need a glass of wine. It's been a fucking hard year. I get it. Into your own cup. Filling your own cup. Being vulnerable enough with yourself to say, you know what? I've taken on a little too much. I think that I need to chillax a little bit. I think that I need more of my own time, love, energy, and attention. And I think that I'm going to do my best not to go apologize for that because it's human. This is a card that's about healing at its core. And so much has been ripped open this year. I reckon we're all healing in some way or another. The other cards that I pulled were the Page of Wands and the Hierophant. The Page of Wands is all about that energy dance. It is about being in a relationship with the energy that you are putting out into the world and refining it and saying, all right, this is the way that we're going and this is why. I'm going to put my energy into this person or this relationship and this is why. This is what I'll get out of it or what I'd hope to get out of it. This is what I'm putting into it and it's because I love this person or it's because I know that this relationship challenges in me in such a great way that helps me grow. There is intention in the way that you're interacting with your energy or at least there should be. That's what this card is asking of us on this Libra new moon. Can we be intentional about how we are utilizing our energy in the world. It's okay to be stingy with your energy, especially when your energy is being tapped out by a fucking pandemic, okay? It is totally fine to say, you know what? I'm good. I'm gonna catch you at the next one. You know, that Zoom invite sounds great, but... I'm zoomed out, yo. I am zoomed out and I'm good. I'm going to take a pass, but thank you for the invitation. It's okay to say no to other people, to say yes to yourself. That is massive for this new moon in Libra. And lastly, the Hierophant. The Hierophant shows up when we are re-examining 
our beliefs and who we are looking up to, who we are taking input from, like this podcast, for example. If you're listening to this episode, you're taking input from me. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening to me. That's great. I'm always going to point you back towards yourself, though, because you are the Hierophant in your life. That's what my teacher, Lindsay Mack, has said many, many times. So naming the lineage of that. But it's true. You get to decide what you believe in and why. And belief is powerful. It's extremely powerful. And we are in a time of so many contentious beliefs that are clashing. Folks who just don't see eye to eye, they can agree on the what. We want what's best for the country. We want what's best for America, right? Like that's the whole rhetoric. That's what the left wants. That's what the right wants. But they don't agree on the how. How the fuck are we going to get there? We're going to get there through the Green New Deal. No, we're not. We're going to get there by investing in oil. No, we're not. We're going to get there by investing in wind. No, we're not. We're going to get there by investing in space. (laughs) Whatever. It could be anything. The point of this being that our beliefs are so influential on our lives, so powerful. And so on this new moon in Libra, specifically around relationships and balance, what do you believe to be true? about you in relationships? What do you believe to be true about your relationship with yourself? What are the narratives that you're buying into and why? Are they benefiting you? Or are they holding you back? Are they neutral? What's really going on here? These are things for you to consider. Now to tie it into my message. Self-sabotage. It is rampant. And I'll tell you what, I definitely struggle with self-sabotage and I don't enjoy sharing that. Like my ego is like, no, don't tell people on your podcast that you're not perfect. But if you've been listening to the podcast, then you probably know I'm not perfect. (laughs) I would hope. Um, I'm far from it. I'm very human, just like you are. And self-sabotage is something that everybody deals with in some capacity. And for some folks, it's really small and really subtle, right? Sometimes that can show up like, I'm going to snooze and I'm going to, you know, get up later than I should. So I'm going to be a little rushed in the morning because I chose to snooze. That is an act of self-sabotage. But there are bigger examples of this that can compound and become an avalanche of, oh, fuck, I have caused some fucking harm here to myself or to other people. And self-sabotage always spills outside of the self and into other relationships when it goes untended for too long of a period. I know that to be true because I've experienced it as the person who's been self-sabotaging. I've also experienced it as being the person who receives someone else's self-sabotage And then dealing with that is really hard, especially when somebody's in denial. And I'm not even talking about like one person in particular here. This has happened many, many, many times. And I'm sure if you think about your own life that you can also identify 
many examples of when your self-sabotage spilled over or someone else's self-sabotage spilled over onto you. And we can probably all agree that it doesn't feel good to be on either end of that spectrum. It doesn't feel good. Couple things I wanted to call out about self-sabotage that I feel are not said often enough or acknowledged. Procrastination is a form of self-sabotage. Putting shit off until later and then getting to later and being in the tornado of crunch time is awful. It is a horrible feeling. And when you are procrastinating, you are self-sabotaging actively almost all of the time. I feel like I can't think of a time when I wasn't self-sabotaging as I procrastinated. And guess what, y'all? This episode... Why did it not happen almost? Because <laughs> I procrastinated it. That's why. And here I am showing up anyways. Because I decided that that was not going to be how this cookie crumbled. Because I do have the power and I can take the power back. And so can you. Procrastination is a form of self-sabotage. I just want to call that out. Apathy is a form of self-sabotage. Those folks that you know in your life, especially Americans who are like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to vote. It doesn't really matter. And we've talked about this before on the podcast. Yeah, the system's fucked. Yeah, the electoral college is so flawed and it does feel like your vote doesn't matter in so many ways. But in those local races, fuck, it matters. I'll tell you what, it matters. But apathy is a form of self-sabotage. So leaning into that, well, I don't care, it doesn't matter, like that rhetoric is so just detrimental to your growth, to your ability to feel confident in yourself. And like I mentioned earlier, it spills outside of you onto other people and into your relationships when you do not tend it. Self-sacrifice, this is two of pentacles energy. That is a form of self-sabotage. Self-sufficiency that becomes too much and over-independence is a form of self-sabotage. And setting unattainable goals, taking on too much, becoming overwhelmed in the process is a form of self-sabotage. Biting off more than you can chew over and over and over again is a symptom of self-sabotage if any of these things that i've mentioned and this is not an end-all be-all list by any means there is so much more that could be added to this but these are the ones i felt called to speak on if any of this is making you feel called out let me just remind you we're gonna call you back in i'm here you're here and you're not alone in self-sabotage i know i'm not alone in self-sabotage It's something that humans do, and there's psychology behind why, but I'm not a psychologist, so I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to speak to that it exists and that we have an amazing opportunity with this new moon in Libra to change the way we communicate to ourselves, and we're initiating a new cycle that is supported by that trine to the North Node. It is a powerful time to reconsider and restructure, going with our Capricorn Stellium theme, your relationships with others and with yourself 
And in order to change your relationships with others, you must be courageous enough to change your relationship with yourself. It always starts with you. It always does. And I know that that can be kind of disappointing, right? We have this society that's like, oh, you don't feel well? Take this. Oh, that thing didn't happen? Go here instead. Sometimes we just need to sit with our disappointment and our sadness and our discomfort. And a lot of that is coming up on this new moon, which is why I'm doing this episode. Even though I fucking procrastinated it. (laughs) But I'm still doing it because it needed to be spoken on. Because I know that I'm not the only person who is taking a look at some of the ways I've self-sabotaged and saying, does this have to be the way forward? Am I going to keep doing this? Or am I willing to change? And change is here. Whether I want it or not, whether you want it or not, it's here and it's going to keep coming. We are in a massive season of transformation and getting right with ourselves is so important. So I want to invite you to make time to be alone on this new moon if you can. If not, sometime over the weekend or within those two weeks leading up to the next full moon on the 31st of October. I want to invite you to be open to being flexible Not being stuck in the way that you've always done things or the way that you expected things to go. Just to be like, all right, this is what it is. This is where I am. I also want to invite you to do an exercise that is very Libra in nature. And that is to write some vows. And instead of writing your vows, and yeah, I'm talking about like marriage to some other person and maybe you feel called to do that do it if it fits but first write your vows to yourself and this might feel weird at first to do but it's actually not that hard if you want to sit down take five or ten minutes and write out your intentions what you want to call in what you want to plant that will grow so that you can harvest it And then rewrite that into promises to yourself. Some examples I have that I wrote for myself were, I promise to spend more time with myself. I promise to welcome the work when the work arrives to my doorstep. I promise to look for ways to say yes to myself and not be afraid to say no or disappoint someone else. Those were just a few of my intentions that I reworded as promises to myself, as vows, something that I could hold a ritual for and be with, which is really just being with yourself, right? So this new moon in Libra, yeah, it's challenging, it is, but it's also beautiful. If you can think back to a time when you felt really, really challenged, when you came out of that, how did you feel? Usually, at least for me, I can say, I felt alive and I felt proud. 
in those moments where I had come out of a darkness or a difficulty. And this year has had such a prolonged period of challenge and so many different types of challenges that have arisen for so many of us that we have a lot to be proud of. Just having made it to this point in the year, just still being alive in the face of all the change and challenge is a gift. And recentering our focus onto the things that we do have control on to help us feel steady and grounded can really serve us at this point in time. And I think one of the best ways to take control of your life is to question the narratives that you are buying into and believing, to prioritize your investment of time, energy, and love into yourself so that you have more to give to others. And if you are in the United States of America, you can vote. That is one thing that you can do that can create positive change. And nobody else can do it for you. So reclaim your power and make sure that your voice is heard. Vote in November, please. It is so important. And so are you. I wish you all a wonderful new moon in Libra. And I look forward to our next episode together. The transits in tarot of November will be coming out on November 1st. I will see you then. Thank you so much for listening. <music>